Imagine your wedding day with unparalleled service, commanding views and mature grounds on one of Ireland's most beautiful family-run countryside estates. Located on our private shores of Loch Sheelan, Crover House Hotel in Cavan offers a personal service to each couple. A limited number of 2016 wedding packages are still available. Call 049-8540-206 today. Our unique location for your unique occasion. Crover House Hotel. Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We Are Calvin podcast. Because Calvin's not just a place, it's a people. Welcome back to the McAvoy Super Value Podcast with uh, Damon Donahue. Delighted to be joined now by Michael Hannon, the number one GA columnist in County Cavan. There's a huge market of them, but you're top of the pile. Damn it, Damon, you know to make me blush. <laughs> We're going to uh, look at the, um, well, maybe just kind of discuss the proposals that came out last week um, with uh, Porrick Duffy and he has a number of changes I suppose that he thinks should be implemented in the GEA I, I spoke with Terry Highland during the week um, about this and the podcast of that will be up online up on the Way Our Cavan website but we'll start off maybe th- th- I think the first proposal down is to change minor to under 17s um, you're a teacher Michael can you see the merit in it is there a big advantage or is it a thing that a lot of people are doing? They're leaving cert at seventeen now. Ah uh, no, I, most kids are, have, are doing ty in most schools around the country. So, like, if you're playing under seventeen, it means you're sixteen or just turned seventeen. So there'd be very few of them would be doing their leaving cert. You know, like that that makes perfect sense for you know for one from from that aspect that you can let. Uh, Students focusing on their on their schoolwork that football doesn't become the be all and end all when they should be studying. So, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Then what it does is it uh, it it lessens the it increases the gap between uh, you know making a senior intercounty panel. Well, the the second part or or the next part is to get rid of under twenty one. So yeah, as you say, it not only increases the gap which used to be on the from minor to under twenty one, which was a big enough gap. It now means it's from under seventeen to county senior is the next step. Yeah, so there's no no way that can be bridged without some without county boards getting creative or you know having very large senior panels that are half development or something because. You look. I, I I struggle to think of any player who didn't play county under twenty one, who made a senior panel and made an impact within, you know, eighteen months. You know, I think it took eighteen months, minimum eighteen months, for anybody over the last fifteen years who hadn't played under twenty one that got drafted into a senior intercounty panel and was able to make an impact. So Is there anybody that you can think of? Uh, no, not within not within, within County Cavan. No, not that I can think of. Like every, um, pretty much every single county senior has played the county under twenty one. Well, it'd be interesting actually to go through. Not, not I wouldn't say every everyone has. Uh, there's probably the odd exception. Um, did Damien Riley play under twenty one? Which Damien now? DJ. Yeah, DJ. Yeah, I think he so. Played. I think uh, I, again, I could be open to correction on that, but I think he's a year older than 
Eugene Keaton and oh no sorry he was he on that team he, Eugene Keaton never been no. in the Ulster final no maybe I think he did but again okay. could be corrected but um, I'm trying to think then probably have to go, you'd have to go back even further yeah. yeah but that in itself the fact that it's not a regular occurrence so it, therefore well, Derry Highland was making the point that to be a county senior now you, you have to be so physically developed you know, it, there's very few lads can come out of minor and go straight on to a county senior unless they're exceptionally well developed. That now you're talking about increasing that gap. That you know, as you said, there has to be something else comes there in. Has to, to be fill so, the void. So, something to bridge it. And I, I think it's going to be fine in counties that have strong club, a, cl- a strong club scene. I think in Cavan in particular, there's going to be a lot of players that could play county senior for for Cavan that are intermediate. And you know to be a sprinkling then playing in a junior that could play county senior, and they're not going to they're going to be lost because they won't get the opportunity to play on a representative level under twenty one or under twenty or whatever you know so they'll just get lost in among in among the the club scene not being able to maybe play to the level they can play. But what you're really doing is basically putting the onus back onto the clubs to produce county standard footballers on their own. Yeah, uh, Look, that's grand if you're in Dublin and the club scene is going to actually be you know, strong enough that, that players are going to have to play well and develop simply just by playing football. But it's, it, the way our club scene is set up at the moment, we I think we'd struggle if they got rid of uh, under twenty one. As would not just us. I'm, think, I'm talking about all the counties, all those second and third tier counties mm-hmm. that don't have strong club scene are suddenly going to be seeing that Weakened the ga- oh the gap between you know looking at trying to bridge a gap between the top the top counties and that gap is just going to get wider if if these proposals go through and there is no sort of alternative being formulated in the background either by a proactive county board or by the club saying look we have to hold our hands up here and say what we're doing isn't good enough we need to you know we need to change our own club scene you know part of the reason that they're looking to maybe abolish the under 21s is because of the calendar because it's too clogged up there's too much going on Um, and it's the same players that are Essentially, I suppose being used from under twenty ones Sigerson teams to county teams in a number of cases. So the best of those players are playing all three grades, and therefore it's it's too much. They're, they're overlapping. Um, I suppose what we'll do is we we'll play a, a small clip now, an insert from um, Terry Highland's interview where he proposes his solution to the problem. I do agree there is a problem with overtraining at that particular time of the year. And I think it's a fixture log. I think there's a very simple answer from a county manager point of view is pull all college stuff pre-Christmas or even leave it until the end of January. Start the National League a couple of weeks later. Have no gaps in the National League and run through it. And just separate the competitions that these dads aren't crossing each other over. You know I mean? Compress it right back, maybe let the colleges look at what they are doing from an exam point of view, how they can change that around slightly to facilitate it because in the end of the day, there's tens of thousands of students going to college who don't play football. So, you know what I mean, we don't, we can't change the curriculum to suit the minority, but they can look at maybe their exam dates a little bit. Crow Park can look at the playing days for Sigerson, bring it into January even and play it in January and just wipe it out and finish it. And then let everybody go back to the county. So therefore, we don't have the double training. 
so that was Terry Highland's idea of um, kind of compacting the Sigerson putting the, the National League back a couple of weeks so that they're not overlapping do you think it's something that could work? Yeah look <clears throat> the Sigerson like the Sigerson doesn't take up a whole amount of of time in the in the year it's just when it has to be staged is the problem. You've got exams because they're they're universities, right? There's Explain to me, right? The Sigerson you've played, you've won your Sigerson medal. I uh, didn't actually win one. You didn't win one. No. My apologies. <laughs> um, but it's a so fine thanks to you. <laughs> I, I do like the open wounds. Um, but you you you've played Sigerson football. You know the structure. Yeah. So before Christmas, tell me you start college in September. When when is the first league game in the Sigerson for? The, the the league will kick off probably in the middle of October. Okay. Um, you play a game every week for about five weeks. So into the middle to the end of November. Yeah. So around this time now, or next week, or maybe the week after, the the Sigerson, the the league will be over. So that's called the. Um, God, I was going to call it trench cup. It's not to call it trench cup. It's called the. Uh, oh, I can't think. Anyway. Of it. It'll, come, it'll come back to me. Yeah. So but what what's the what's the benefit of it? Is it just a league in a separate competition? Yeah, it's it's the it's the Ryan Cup. Sorry. So it's 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 a league where, where all the teams take. Uh, participate. There is a seeding in it, so depending on how you do, will determine whether or not you get seeded for the Sigerson draw or not. So it has a function. Okay. So it's not just, uh, you know, it's quite similar to McGrory style. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. So once the once that is over, the semi-finals, finals, and the league is over. Then you run. Uh, uh, some colleges have exams before Christmas. Some colleges have exams after Christmas. So that kind of means that there's no real sort of football happening in December. And in January, because of those two reasons. But as soon as the, you come to the last week in January, the Sigerson kicks off again. So you have Sigerson starts, and boom, boom it like it goes semi-final, final. That happens on the one weekend. Yeah. You have a quarter-final, and you have uh, a round before that. And for the teams that didn't qualify, they have they have a round they have to play as well. So if a team done really poorly in the league and wasn't seeded after Christmas, they'd have to play five five games to win the Sigerson, which is really four weekend four. Not weekends, the even. Last two weekend, the last two games are one weekend, yeah. so it's four weekends. And is it weekend? Week no, after? it's not weekends, it's all midweek. So, yeah. so y- y- you'll play a game Wednesday, 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 and then ten days later you go semi-final. Final. So that's, but the team that wins it, right? Let's just say this, the team that wins it is usually a team, either a team that's hosting the competition... Okay, which means they get to go from the quarterfinal. They automatically get a buy into the quarterfinal. So usually the team that's winning it will, will get a strong team together, get guys in on Masters and all that kind of stuff. And they'll have a strong a strong team together. So they only need to play quarterfinal, semifinal, final. And if you go back over the history of the Sigerson, it's an awful lot of teams that host the competition that win it. Um, or it'll, the team that win it wins it will be a seeded team. So more than likely, the, teams that w- the team that wins it plays four games, right? They play a game... Uh, they play their final, the semi-final, the quarter-final, and before that, they have to play their their first round in the Sigerson. So it's it's not it's not a load of games. It's it's like running the Ulster Championship at under twenty-one level. You know, it's it's bang bang bang. The competition's over. One team plays the premier. So then, the, the simplest solution is pushing that league. Club V is Cavan's best over twenty-ones entertainment venue. 
with state-of-the-art lighting and sound system, VIP room with bar, as well as a cocktail bar, outdoor heated and fully seated smoking area so you can sit, relax and take time to catch up with friends. Club V opens every Saturday night and holiday Sunday at 11pm. To find out more about Club V and our upcoming events, follow us on Twitter or become a fan on Facebook. Club V Virginia at the Riverfront Hotel. Pushing the start of the National Football League back a couple of weeks. Yeah, like, the, like no matter what way you look at it, the, the way I think about it, the, the problem is the club season starts in January. Even if there's no games, it starts in January in terms of training, and it finishes in December. It's ridiculous. Mm. The intercounty season more or less does the same thing. It starts in in January or probably before December, that. Yeah, December. And they do their pre-season, and it runs all the way through the year. There is no reason for the intercounty season to start and the club season for them both to be starting around that time like the Inter- the National League could be run off over a number of weekends without without a shadow of doubt yeah, uh, one of one of the proposals in Park Duffy's document is to go with double weekends again so uh, currently they do alternative that it's uh, or alternating between hurling to football yeah. hurling to football or, or two football and one hurling and the, the, one of the proposals yeah. is to get rid of that idea. Well, yeah, because if they get rid of that idea, w- what happens then is the weekend there's no football game. The clubs have to be up and running. Yeah, but sure, does, does like the club the club season? Like it would be better if the club league didn't start until May, right? If cl- league football for clubs started in May, and fit, in, you know, they they play the league while the county championships were going on, the inter county championships were going on. As soon as that is over, they're ready to go for their for their. Club for their club championship the players haven't been training 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 because that's what's killing the GA is all this training and you're training for weeks and weeks for a game that you don't know is coming or not coming and that's th- that's the real problem like I played like this is all about burnout like I, I played when I was in college I played fresher football I played Sigerson football this is in one year right my first year in college I played fresher football I played Sigerson football I was coming out of playing minor minor uh, Cavan County, C- County Club um, League and Championship with the club I was coming out of playing uh, with my own club with their senior team where we won a um, we had just won a Junior All-Ireland that year we were uh, going on won an Intermediate the following year we were playing Intermediate Ulster and we got to an Intermediate Ulster final so I had all of that juggling all that at one time as well as getting called up to the Cavan under 21s and then a few weeks later in, in with the senior panel as well so like I, I had all those teams I was playing and it, believe me it wasn't the amount of games I loved the games right you could get up go play a game it didn't bother you it was the fact that everybody every team that you played with expected you to make every single training session that was going on and if you weren't making the training sessions you had to be there and like it was training there was no coaching going on and still to this level through the GA there's an awful lot of training going on not and, very and very little coaching and and just just for a lot of people listening they are going to be well I'm presuming some people listening are going to be saying training and coaching what 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 do you mean what's the difference well like what a lot, a lot of what we what what was happening when we were turning up whether you're turning up for your club or your county or, or you know your college team or whatever it was it was an awful lot of you know you know, trying to be physically fit in terms of being sharp and being fit and being quick and all that kind of stuff and, you know, first touch and all that kind of stuff, right? That That's all training, getting your technical stuff right, getting your physical stuff right. But there was very little technical coaching going on and there was very little tactical coaching going on. In other words, if you were there and you were just paying, if you were 
there and you were focused, you'd get through the training session. But there was very little, okay, what did I learn here today? I have to go home and kind of study this now and think about this, about the game. And, you know, there was very little kind of having to be paying attention to, it, to great mm. detail what was going on. But you had... Just went out, slog it, get yourself to the it. point of exhaustion. It was an absolute slog, right? And that that's all it was. And it, and it was... A, very much a case of uh, you had to be there because you were letting everyone down if you weren't there, which was complete nonsense. Because the more the more times you trained, eventually you started you started actually kind of you, you what you were doing is you were numbing yourself, sort of you were tiring yourself out. Well, like the playing the games was different. Like you know you could you could play a game nearly once every three or four days at that age and recover quick quick enough for it. <laughs> but having to train in between all the games. Was the killer. Was Your the killer. And at those training sessions, there was very little going on in terms of, of the coaching. At those training sessions, it was nearly all just all about first touch and being quick off the mark and all that kind of stuff and tackle, tackling. And so when you bring it back and, and you're looking looking back over your career as a county footballer, club footballer, a college footballer, you know, everything across... The, the the problem with all teams, regardless of what level, is the number of training sessions in comparison to games again. And that that constantly is going to be a problem because all seasons overlap. Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Whether it be... You're a county on the 21, it's overlapping with the National Football League as a senior. You're a Sigerson, it's overlapping with the McKenna Cup, the on the 21s, the National Football League in some cases. So there's, there's too many overlaps. The start of your club season is overlapping with the start of the National Football League season. There's too many overlaps. So it needs to be segmented. It needs to be broken up and divided that this section of the year is for club. This section of the year is for county. This section of the year is for colleges and and schools football. Yeah, yeah it would make it if if the, that's the exact problem. If there's no overlapping, you'd be able to run your competitions off. Is it possible? Like everybody is pulling on the club player. Mm. You know, every team wants the club player to play for them, but I don't know. Can I like? I th- definitely think there's a solution by getting rid of s- some of the competitions. Like, I don't know, like, the o- for example, the McKenna Cup and the O'Byrne Cup and those competitions. <coughs> like, at this stage, those competitions are running. The money from those competi- competitions go in, go, goes towards the players' fund. But in terms of, um, you know... In terms of preparing preparing county teams, I don't know what benefit they are to them playing those games in really kind of poor conditions. You know, those games are played on the muckiest mm. sort of January yeah. Januarys in, in <laughs> January believe, Sunday mornings. I believe the first game this year in the McKenna Cup is on the Sunday the 3rd of January. So literally, if New Year's Day, Friday, 
Saturday I think the under 21 Hastings are, are out the under 21 um, competition the Hastings Cup are out yeah. and then Sunday the county seniors are out Like so you know who who, who wants to be out playing competition that time of year and yeah. where's the benefit exactly yeah But so like they, they, they'd, if it was me they'd be one of the competitions I'd be looking at go, getting rid of like it, we, we bring it back to the point of the under 21s and like the under 21 serves a huge function to counties like ours so if they decide to get rid of it you can understand the reasons why there are those people in that age group are playing too much but I think what they're what they're forgetting is it's not just that they're playing too much it's that they're training too much Mm -hmm. and if there was some way that they could sign players up that you could only train so much and take it out of their hands like if the GPA stepped in and said hold on a second you know every player um, is allowed to train has some sort of um, playing passport and every time you train that has to be logged in with a national database now this is just me thinking off the top of my head so suddenly every (coughs) every training session you do gets gets tagged and that there can be capped well then you know you know as Terry said people play with on games like let, let them play but just cap them out of training sessions then then you have no issue like you know yeah it, it it is it is to the point where they everybody wants the same players um just moving on then very quickly where it's it's um he, he's discussing in with or Horrock Duffy is proposing about getting rid of the junior uh the junior all Ireland he's proposing also the 26 man panel that those are the only people who are going to be stopped playing for their clubs that everybody else must play with their clubs uh, proposals like that and compressing the All-Ireland like surely looking back over your county career you'd have preferred that your National League even if it was McKenna Cup that it was McKenna Cup you have your three games and if you met a semi-final and a final then it, it extended out to five but that was played over five weeks and done following week or maybe t- a week gap going to National League play six in a row or seven as the case may be now or yeah seven games and then a week or two gap and then into your championship wouldn't that be more appealing for county footballers that in the space of 15 16 weeks you would have your season yeah like you look at um other companies like look at australian rules in in australia Good place. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, that's, that's where they're playing. No, or American football in America. Yeah, like like the American football season is is it fourteen games? Yeah, yeah, and the Australian season is sixteen, I think. Yeah, and something. Then they have they have their playoffs. The playoffs, exactly. So the, the and the, but the, like the playoffs in the NFL is three games, and you're Super Bowl champion, is it? Four, maybe. Four, depending. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Depending on your position tr- from the divisions. And in the in the AFL with the Australian rules, it's I don't know again something similar, maybe four, four or five games. Sure yeah. It, but yeah. Like they, they don't play series where it's the best of three or the best of five in a series. No. So it's just a one-off game. And it's week in, week out. It's week in, week out, and you just should keep keep that thing running. Like there's no point having like. Uh, Okay, the reason I think they had the hurling weekend, the football weekend, was the, for the dual players in the dual counties. But like that, that day is gone at this stage. There's, There's very few of them left. Yeah, and like if there is a dual county and they do want to play too, then just have a sa- Friday, sa- uh, a Saturday, Sunday sort of split. Yeah, yeah. Let, let them play. It it brings it back then possibly to the players that are playing both those games. There's no reason for them last day in the train during the week. 
Romar Energy offer the best energy solutions for your home and business. We offer A-rated condensing boilers for gas and oil, solar thermal water heating systems and cost-effective systems for generating heat. So if you want us to help you cut your fuel bill by 50%, check out romarenergy.ie. Romar Energy, working towards a greener planet. No, they, they, that would have to be tailored, Lovely. yeah. I think, like, what, like t- the technology is probably there to do all this stuff now, you know? Like, everybody, y- you know, like, yeah, you have a smartphone and you're going to training and you want to train, like, just, if you had a, a scan, it's code that gets scanned or something and it, it can go up in the database and say, new trained. Mm. Like, it's not probably a million miles away from being very, very easy to do. It, I think... It would be a shame if they got rid of the competitions that people want without maybe exploring other alternatives, which to me, the problem is training. It's it, that, that to me is, is the real issue. There's an awful lot of training going on and not, a, you know, per, per games. Can you, can you then, just, just to bring it back to, we'll say, the club level, can you expect to be able to compete for a club championship without putting in all that training, without putting in all that effort, would you think? I know you were giving me the example earlier on in the year of a certain player within the county who felt that he could do, was it six or eight weeks in preparation for peaking at the right time of the year and then that would be it, like he'd be three months and his season... Maybe I'm mixing it up slightly, am I? No, I know what you're saying, yeah. I remember talking to you about this. Um, like there's different. Like you, you don't need to be training uh, all year round the way players are training. Like there's players training all year round that aren't getting any fitter, right? <laughs> Certainly, if you were lifting your weights all year round, like that kind of fitness takes a long time to sort of incrementally improve. You know, in terms of building your strength levels, you just have to keep ch- chipping away at that. Take a long term view and a long term approach to that, and be very consistent with your training there. However, if you want to get aerobically fit to play Gaelic games, you, you don't need to be doing four sessions on the pitch from January all the way through to October. I mean, within a short number of weeks, you're probably going to peak doing that type of training anyway. So you, you kind of have to question, could could it be done? I think it could. I think if you looked at that Kingscourt team this year, for example, I don't know how hard they would have trained until maybe the summertime the end of May start of June where they've maybe picked it up and started looking at you know I'd say that's that's true for a lot of teams <coughs> they're just going out kind of going through the motions in January, February, March April, May and then when the funny enough when the inter-county season kicks off in the summer a lot of club teams probably say right we have to start training harder lads and yeah. they pick it up for the championships yeah it's possible and as long as they're in it they keep training away and getting further as the games keep coming it's very interesting, I suppose. Look at it. As always, we could debate for hours and hours, but unfortunately, we've run out of time. But um, I just want to direct people to the website there where we have the new show, um, All About Sport, hosted by Louise O'Reilly. Um, it's a TV show now on wearecavin.com. We're delighted to have Louise on board. And of course, check out Gaelic Football Views also on the TV show section of wearecavin.com. My thanks to Paul Fitzpatrick and to Michael Hannon for coming in and talking to us here on the McAvoy Super Value. We are, po- we are Cavan Podcast. Sorry, getting stuttery there. Thanks very much for listening. Check out We Are Cavan Football Podcast in association with McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Real food 
real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. Everyone's talking about Luna Bar, Cavan's most vibrant new venue. With our big screen TVs, live music every weekend and free function room, we cater for everyone. Luna Bar, Main Street Cavan, the newest hotspot in town.